Hey everybody, today's Monday, August 27th, and I'm Josh Boykin, the founder of Intelligame.us. You're listening to another edition of Intelligame Radio. Hey everybody, welcome to Monday. This is coming a little later than usual because I haven't totally been sure of how to address what happened this weekend. As many of you likely already know, there was a mass shooting that took place at a Madden tournament in Jacksonville, Florida. Three people were killed, including the shooter who died of a self-inflicted wound. There were also 11 other individuals who were injured, and countless others traumatized by the event, not only from witnessing it in person, but also from many folks who were watching the event live on Twitch. Here at Intelligame, we make a point of not avoiding the difficult conversations, the topics in which games and reality intersect, and quite obviously... This is one of those situations. And yet, I personally feel like I'm not particularly well-equipped to know how to have a discussion like this. And yet, as a citizen of the United States, I feel particularly well-equipped to have this discussion. A rash of shootings in public locations, multiple school shootings... Many would say that it was just a matter of time before it took place at a gaming event. And I think many would have expected that this would take place at a Call of Duty tournament or some other violent video game that we could point the finger at. But instead, this was at a Madden NFL tournament. A place where guns assumedly are not part of the equation, or were never supposed to be. Students in Santa Fe, Texas, after the school shooting that took place there, commented that they were saddened, but not particularly surprised by the idea that a school shooting took place there. And when I did some research to try and make sure that I was quoting the correct school shooting when finding this, I also found that a student in Rockville, Maryland, said the same thing when their school was attacked. There's a certain amount of inevitability that it seems that we feel when it comes to mass shootings, mass violence. Instinctively, when I heard the news on Sunday, I felt like I needed to come up with some sort of plan of action to develop a solution, to use this small platform to say, these are the things that you can do Contact your senators. Make sure you vote in the midterm elections. Vote for gun reform. But it all... It all feels this special kind of senseless right now. After the Sandy Hook shooting, in which elementary kids were attacked and slaughtered, and... So many politicians said never again. We still saw it happen 
again and again, and we've seen it happen again and again, and we've seen thoughts and prayers again and again. And as the holder of a platform, it feels like it's my responsibility to spur us forward. But I have to admit that in so many ways, I feel exceptionally stymied. And though I don't feel hopeless, I do feel this sense of resignation. This is a dangerous feeling, one that frequently prevents us from taking the actions that we, in fact, could take if we weren't stuck inside it. Though I do feel like it is important for us to be spurred to action, it is important for us to remember the lives of those lost, to remember the lives of those injured, to remember the lives of those who will most certainly need people who care about them and perhaps actual therapy to be able to survive and to push through the situations that they've been exposed to. It also feels like there has to be a moment where we acknowledge how ridiculous this feels. More information has been trickling out about this shooting as the day has gone on. The shooter's identity was revealed. He apparently was admitted to psychiatric institutions multiple times for various mental disorders. He also apparently was a champion Madden player and assumedly a loss that he took, he took a little too hard. Of course, this will now spawn the traditional debate of we need to do more about mental health versus we need to do more about gun control. And if our legislature is anything like it's been in the past, they will do virtually nothing about either one. And it'll be just a matter of time before we see this situation take place yet again. In earnest, there was a part of me that gave up hope when I saw both the Las Vegas and the Sandy Hook shootings, situations in which ostensibly rich white people, people who are most representative of those in power, were attacked and fell victim to this situation, and yet nothing was done. And now I look to the future, the exceptionally soon future PAX West that takes place in Seattle this coming weekend, one of the largest game shows here on North American continent. And I can't help but feel this twinge of concern. This was the same twinge of concern that I felt after the attack in Paris years ago, right before I went to CES. This was the same concern I felt when I was on a plane to E3 after the Pulse nightclub shooting. It is ridiculous to me that when I think about this event, when I think about this shooting in Jacksonville, that there is an element where I'm like, this feels different than other shootings. This this one feels different. And it's because 
it is closer to my backyard. Because it's a gaming event. Because this could be anybody getting angry at any tournament. And the idea that there's a space in my head in which I can define the level of closeness these mass shootings have to me the way that there are different degrees of feeling and reaction to mass shootings is something that i realize is it's a problem in itself a few weeks ago i was waiting for a plane from minneapolis to new york and i met a few folks from canada I remember talking to one woman in particular and how shocked she was, how she felt like the entire country was in shock after the attack by the incel in Toronto. And it was so jarring to me that her ability to talk about this situation, her ability to think about this situation, was it carried so much gravity. And in comparison, it feels like in America we have to we have to really struggle to remember from week to week which shooting, which tragedy we're talking about, how many people were killed, where, what statements were made. I can remember when the Virginia Tech shooting happened. I remember walking into the building that I was staying in on campus and watching everybody huddled around a TV and having this feeling that, wow, this, it, it's, it's heavy, it's real, it's here. I can remember that there were all these statuses on Facebook that people had changed their profile pictures and whether or not that was an effective means of anything, it still felt like it was a national a national moment. It felt like something we were all talking about. And now it seems like we've gotten to the point where a mass shooting, one that affects children, is just another part of the day's conversation. I can scroll through Twitter or Facebook and 75% of that feed can just look like a normal day. Now, given I don't expect that a shooting at a Madden tournament is going to carry the same weight for everybody because not everybody is a gamer and not everybody attends tournaments. And because this wasn't a Call of Duty tournament or an Overwatch tournament or a violent shooter, I can't imagine that the pundits in the news are going to have the same field day with this. But how absurd is it that in the richest country in the world, we can't seem to come up with a solution to this particular problem that is unique to this country? There are other countries that have guns. There are many other countries that have gun control. We seem to not be interested in that solution. So what do we do? As I, I mean, there are more conventions, there are more places where people are going to gather where folks may be upset. PAX West is again coming up this weekend. 
TwitchCon is taking place at the end of October. And the idea that people will have to carry these thoughts in their heads of whether or not they're safe. I have multiple people text me because they know that I travel for gaming events. And they were like, are you okay? Are your people okay? This is not something I ever thought I would have to worry about or that people who care about me would have to worry about, right? Like, if I were embedded in the Middle East or in a conflict zone of some kind, perhaps, but this is just people being concerned about going to a video game tournament, about going to a video game convention, relatively affluent spaces with money and technology. In the midst of all this, the conversations that we likely need to be having, not only about increasing our care for mental health, not only about restricting access to firearms, but also about toxic masculinity, about the ways in which we seem to be breeding culture where people, predominantly men, feel like the only way that they can handle their aggression is to take it out violently on others with the firearms that seem to be so readily available. Anyone who's played a game online knows that there are elements of abuse and toxicity that make their way into online spaces. And though some companies have tried to change the culture of their games or the incentive structures of their games to breed positivity, that does not mean that we have, as a whole, taken care of the issues that present themselves. The ways in which racism and homophobia and all sorts of other types of discrimination against marginalized people predominantly make their way into our gaming space. They become part of the air that we breathe in these spaces. And as somebody who lives in Portland, as somebody who was breathing what was apparently the second dirtiest air on the planet as a result of, uh, of wildfires, I can tell you that at a certain point, it doesn't feel like smoke anymore. It just seems like air. Regardless of whether or not you instinctively are keeping your windows closed, whether you're getting headaches and issues with your lungs and all sorts of other things, it feels like it's just air for those who are lucky enough to not be completely debilitated by that smoke. The the air in this space is poisonous whether we're talking about toxic gaming spaces or the nature of a first world country that seems to have a real aggression problem and a real gun problem and a real mental health problem and a real healthcare in general problem and a real number of other problems in which we seem to be interested in doing nothing about. And a series of problems that our political administration doesn't seem to have the willpower to address. Now, I guess this is the part where I'll make the call to say, go out and vote in 2018 and go help register people to vote and pay attention to who your candidates are and 
Don't let your incumbents win just because they're your incumbents, particularly if you're listening to this in Florida. I don't know who's out there in Florida listening to Intelligame Radio. But I have to imagine that if you're in Florida, you've already had these thoughts. I know this wasn't the most particularly well-organized episode of Intelligame Radio. To be honest, I feel like I'm still putting my thoughts together about all of this. I know there's generally an impre- a, a push, an impulse to come up with a quick hot take whenever something happens, but there, there are so many things in my head that I cannot, I, I feel like I don't have a full understanding of yet. This mix of anger and sadness and despair and this, this sense of inevitability that seems to be coming from all sides as we look at the environment, as we look at our political structure, as we look at these shootings. So in so many ways, everything feels like, oh, well, there's nothing we can do. These problems are bigger than us. And I, on one hand, I don't feel okay with that. Everything in, everything in me as a gamer tells me, no, that's not how this works. You, as the individual, you can be a hero. You can make a change. You can be part of a group. You can do something. But wow, are, does it feel like the odds are just stacked against us? I don't say these things to convey the idea that there is nothing we can do. I say these things as somebody with a platform because... I think that there are folks out there who feel this way. And I think it's good to know that you're not alone. But now I feel like I have to say this, if if only to say it to myself, that getting stuck in this despair is the worst thing that can happen. The forces that are acting to make the world fall apart one day at a time will continue to act if others don't step up to do something about it. There are folks out there who are dying at the hands of any number of different kinds of villainy, whether it's completely intentional or just a matter of ignorance and inertia. So we have to pick the thing that we're going to do something about and we have to do something about it. In terms of folks who are attending game events in the coming future. I hope that A, the, the staff who are running these events will take these situations seriously and create measures to make sure that they're taking care of safety and protecting those who attend these events. I also hope that alongside that, we have some patience when there might be bag checks or screenings. I know I have gotten frustrated. Like, I'm a member of the press. Why can't... Unfortunately, we're at a point where everybody everybody has to slow down a little bit. But I do hope that whether we are bringing more positivity into our own personal gaming communities, whether we're reaching out and calling for political action, whether we are taking part in our own communities and helping to foster more inclusive, kinder, gentler spaces, 
whether we're teaching people in our game communities how to have peaceful conflict resolution, perhaps dialing back some of the hot, violent rhetoric that is awash in many competitive communities, but seems like it just might not be the time for those kinds of interactions right now. Perhaps we need a little more kindness, a little more love, a little more gentleness, a few more opportunities for people to appreciate each other, even amidst a loss, because we have to be responsible with each other right now. We do have to feel a little responsible for each other, I believe. So, I, I don't know. I, I guess that's all I've got. I'm sorry this went on a little long. If you've got any questions, if you have any comments, drop them to podcast at intelligame.us or you can grab the Anchor app if you want to leave a voice message and talk about how this has affected you, what this makes you think about for future events. I think this is a good time for us to have a dialogue. Anyway, um, I'm Josh. Uh, You can find me on Twitter or Facebook at WallStormer. We'll catch you on Wednesday. Yeah.